at the end of the day, someone's going to have to decide whether or not schools will remain closed for the rest of the year and, you know, whether or not it's going to be more harmful or beneficial to have them open. Welcome to the CYP Podcast. This is Josh Anderson, and I'm a teen advocate for the Crossover Yoga Project, a nonprofit organization with the mission to empower people involved in the criminal justice system through the I Believe in Me curriculum of trauma-informed yoga, mindfulness, creative art and expressions, and restorative practices to build skills of self-awareness, self-regulation, and resilience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Today, I am joined by my wonderful sister, Rebecca Anderson, and uh, we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and its effects on uh, teenage mental health and, you know, just kind of state of our world right now. Um, So I guess let's jump right into it. Um, Becca, how did you feel when school was canceled? Um. Well, I don't know. I thought at first, I was like, I didn't think it would be for that long, right? I thought we Mm -hmm. were, they started out with just canceling like the first two days or whatever. Sure. And so I was like, okay, this is nice. I get a little break. But then they just canceled the rest of the school year, which was not that Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of came out of nowhere too. That was really unexpected. A bit of context. I was a senior. I just graduated uh, from high school and I'm heading out to college uh, pretty soon now. And Rebecca just finished her freshman year. So it's kind of cool because we have it both from like the beginning and the end perspectives right now. And yeah, I totally agree. Like, you know, those first few days I was like, oh yeah, I want a break. You know, this is going to be great. And then like, yeah, <laughs> it was all downhill from there. <laughs> um. What were you thinking when school was initially canceled? You know, like, did you think, you obviously didn't think it was going to be long, but like, were you relieved? Were you like, happy about it? Well, my lacrosse season had just started. So I was like, oh, dang, I really hope this doesn't mess up my lacrosse season, which I mean, it did, but. um, My wonderful sister, Rachel, has also just joined the podcast. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Becca, keep going. Yeah, so I don't know. I was, I guess I I thought it'd be fun because, like, I'd get a couple days off from school and then I'd head back and everything would be fine. But Mm -hmm. then I just didn't go back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And with that, like... I don't know about you, but I feel like I really lost, like, a lot of stability in terms of, like, scheduling in my life. Definitely. Because, like, you know, we always had, like, our schedule all blocked out for us. You know, we were, like, consistently, like, knowing where we needed to be at what time, you know, what time we had to get up, what time we had to go to bed. And then all of a sudden, all of that structure was just kind of ripped out of our lives. And, uh, you know, we were just kind of, you know, taught to kind of run ourselves for a while and you know like not having anything to do in that sort of sense just i don't know about becca but for me i know like it really threw off my scheduling and a lot of stuff and it was just like it was hard to get going again it really was yeah i think the motivational piece of it like 
I'm at home now and I'm trying to do schoolwork, but like, I don't really, and I'm not doing anything so I can procrastinate a lot, mm-hmm. but then I still need to get it done. I thought that was a little difficult. Yeah. And it's like, especially for the seniors, I don't know if this is true for the freshmen too, but like, I feel like we were getting a lot less work online or like it was, it was a different kind of work because we wouldn't really be doing online lectures live. It was more so just like, here's an assignment or whatever, you know, get it in by the end of the day. So it it really did allow for a lot of procrastination and just putting it off until like, you know, last second of the day, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of that, it wasn't like we were actually learning. It was more like busy work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree a little bit. Like I know um, for me, uh, we, we were doing a lot of AP prep. So, you know, some of it was useful, but like at the same time, a lot of it was probably like could have gone without it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, so I guess I want to ask you, how do you think it's like affected your mental health at all? You know, like losing that stability or anything. It doesn't have to be good or bad, but do you think it's do you think it's affected it? Yeah, I think it definitely has. I mean, like there's. Like we've been saying, there's no like stability. I don't really have a schedule because mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything. And then like with the whole like now we have to be like socially distanced with our friends and we have to be wearing masks and it kind of just like messed up that whole friend dynamic that mm-hmm. I've grown up with. Sure. And then like for a while in like March and April, like I couldn't even see my friends. So I was kind of just stuck at home with my family and I love my family, but I got a little old. (laughs) Yeah. And like one of the biggest things like it's talked about, um, especially like with kids our age, like just like if your family's small or like your parents are essential workers or whatever, you can literally be at the house alone like the whole day. And that feeling of isolation is pretty rough, I guess. I mean, I know it definitely like, I don't know if it really made me, like in a worse mental state but like you know having graduation canceled and prom canceled and like all these senior events and activities that you know i've kind of looked forward to for like my whole life just having that kind of snatched away without any sort of warning at all was it's kind of rough and then like you know i got i'm now able to see my friends a little more which is nice but like you know you can't help but think like what could have been, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, do you think that at a certain point, continuing to have schools online becomes more harmful than helpful? I think it really depends on the situation of the student because... Like, I don't know, if you have, like, a bigger family or whatever and you, you're not, like, completely isolated, then that you're probably not as, like, susceptible to being, like, I don't know, like, mental illness stuff than if you're, like, isolated all day because everyone's quarantined and your parents are essential workers and there's no one to talk to, there's nothing to do, so you're just sitting there by yourself. Um, but then again, like, you don't want to 
go back to school and then everyone get COVID and die. So yeah, that that would be not great. That would not be good. (laughs) That would that would not be great at all. Um, Do you think like new systems should be put in place in order to help teens with mental health during like the COVID era and like while we're locked down and uh, you know because I think uh, our school district actually just announced that like September would be totally online, right? Yeah, I think so. So do you think that there needs to be some sort of new systems to make sure that, you know, people are staying connected and not like, uh, I don't know, feeling so isolated or, and how do you think, you know, that would look like, I don't know if you think we should have them. Yeah. And that that's the hard thing. Cause like, I feel like that'd be good, like hypothetically, but then putting it into place mm-hmm. And then actually doing it would be a lot harder. And also for me, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just weird, but I don't always like adults getting involved. Like, I can do my own thing. Like, I'm, I'm like 15 now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I like being independent. <laughs> and so, like, if I want to talk to my friends, I'll talk to my friends. Like, I don't need any. But then there are other people who maybe aren't as social and I can see, like, how that might be helpful for them. So maybe if it's, like, an optional thing case by case basis yeah exactly and you, mm-hmm. you can like sign up for it so it's yeah. like an option optional that virtual helped. counseling perhaps maybe that could be Some a good virtual idea virtual therapy yeah might be needed <laughs> yeah honestly um so i guess my last question for this podcast to you would be when school comes back you know and like we're at some semblance of normalcy. Do you think it's going to be hard to just go back to the old schedule or do you think people are going to adjust pretty quickly? Well, it's it's hard to tell because we don't even know what the, because I don't know if we'll like go back to normal and then we'll only be like partially back to normal. So like we'll go back to school, but then we'll only be going back to school like twice a week or something. So it's not, it's still not completely normal. Mm -hmm. And then with the whole school thing, I think that people are used to now getting up at like eight to like 12. I don't know. I have friends getting up (laughs) really late. Um, But now you got to get back up at like six or seven because you got to get to school in the morning. And I think that that'll create some time to adjust. I think overall we probably could back get back into it pretty quickly because mm-hmm. i think everyone w- kind of wants to return to normal quote unquote but um yeah it's it's hard to tell really yeah well i guess only time will tell you know i think it could open up some interesting discussions about potentially you know moving back school start times mm-hmm. for our district i know pleasantville has already done uh something with that where they they start later than most of the schools in our area so maybe that'll you know become a thing i don't know uh i guess it should be interesting um yeah uh we'll pick back up with the next episode in this series um sometime soon um for now this is josh anderson and rebecca anderson signing off thank you for listening Thank you for being here today. You can stay in the know by subscribing to CYP's monthly newsletter at crossoveryogaproject.org. 
Be sure to subscribe to CYP's YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're going to be doing a lot of great events, uh, like we're going to have weekly Instagram meditations Tuesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m., as well as trauma-informed yoga classes every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on our Instagram Live, and I think it will also be streamed on Facebook. So make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts for all that great content. Thank you. CYP's podcast and programs are crowdsourced. If you like what we are doing, support us by donating, attend our pop-up classes, and monthly virtual fundraisers, such as Poses to Pints. For as little as $10 a month, you can provide someone with tools to develop self-awareness, respect, and build resilience. For the cost of going out to dinner, your donation gives CYP the ability to expand our reach to people who are unable to find stability, peace, and joy in this unstable world. Share this radical, compassionate love by telling your friends to check us out. Thank you.